Skin and Sass, the podcast talking all things skin to the side of sass. Proudly brought to you by KGA Body. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. <laughs> oh. Welcome everybody to Skin and Sass. I'm Andy Paulson and I've got here with me, of course, the beautiful Kelly George. Hi, Kelly. Hello, everybody. Woo! <laughs> oh, oh my, my God, I love that Austin was Powers. So funny. <laughs> I love that. Total flashback to the Austin Powers days. <laughs> yeah, so it's so funny. I said to Andy like a couple of days ago, I said we should do an episode on laser. Now we've touched on it a little bit, but like let's do an entire episode on laser and literally like we're both clearly googling like dr evil pictures at the exact same yes. time and sending we it to were. each other i said i was like can we okay if we talk about lasers we have to talk about freaking laser beams and we sent each other the same thing so clearly and hence, the name of this episode was born yeah. so this episode of skin and sass is called freaking laser beams <laughs> <laughs> and you have to say it like that. You do. And you have to do the little, like, inverted commas Frickin'. with your fingers. <laughs> and then the little, like, pinky to the mouth as well. Freaking laser beams. And, like, our demographic is pretty much our age, so it's okay. For those young'uns who maybe don't know Austin Powers, just go and watch it, please. Oh, do do just, yourself a favour. It's so funny. I actually went on YouTube just before we recorded to refresh myself on this scene, this particular mm. scene, and it's so much funnier than I remember <laughs> it. The whole thing is that so he asks the sharks with laser beams and they can't find sharks because they're an endangered species, apparently. In the future, so, yes. In the future. So he gets seen. Bass. And he's like, so the sea bass have laser beams. They're genetically modified. And he's like, oh, really? Well, that's the start. And then he said, are they are they evil or are they unhinged? Yes, they are unhinged. Okay, this is an excellent start. Oh, <laughs> so he so yes, doesn't even get the sharks and freaking laser beams. <laughs> Speaking of hilarious, George, I feel Ooh. like it wouldn't be an episode of Skin and Sass if we didn't talk about J-Lo. And well, it's it's what, the weekly update, is it not? What a week for J-Lo gossip. Bombshell, Benefer is back. Hello, <laughs> 2002 or 2003. Yeah. When was yeah, it? Yeah, like, like nearly 20 years ago. And, I mean, oh. I'm just sitting here thinking... That's regression. Who goes back to who they were with 20 years ago? If you're not, like, now married to that person. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that, like, they've had, like, celebrities reacting to it. And one of the celebrities that has reacted was Matt Damon, who's, I like, his, one of his besties. besties. And the, the person that was interviewing him, you know, asked about it, and he said, there is not enough beer in the whole world that could get me to answer that question, which I thought <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> this comes at the same week that like Matt Damon was interviewed like in a TAB or something <laughs> like yeah, what's that, going I, on with him yeah. I was in that actual interview was it that interview <laughs> In the Australian TAB, and he said there's not enough beer in this whole place or whole world or something. So there you go. But he did say he hopes it's true. So that's kind of cute. I love that there's so many celebrities down under now as well. But then, hang on, the memes then continue now that the whole A-Rod, you know, now that A-Rod knows she's moved on so quickly, (gasps) is he he going to release the details of her cosmetic injector? (laughs) 
Oh, that's amazing. I wonder how tight their little, uh, like, prenup or pre-prenup was. Oh, man, wouldn't that be amazing if, like, A-Rod comes out and he's like, if you, Jenny, from the block, here you go. She's got 27 mils of filler. Yeah, with all of her cosmetic injector appointments. (laughs) Here she is with, like, bruises on her face, you know. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Should we actually start talking about this episode, Kelly? Freaking laser beams. Freaking laser beams. We freaking should. (laughs) So, Kelly, can you tell us? Quite simply, what is a freaking laser beam? <laughs> <laughs> right, so laser, guys, if you didn't know, is actually an acronym um, for light ampli- amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Oh, that Ooh, sounds boring, doesn't that's it? That's very simple. Oh, <laughs> laser is like way better. Simulating. Um, and that's not just like skin lasers, that's all lasers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, lasers basically. <laughs> Lasers are a source of high-intensity light. They are monochromatic, which is important, and I'll get to that later, Um, but that means a single wavelength. And the light beams essentially travel in parallel and coherent phase. So all of this, although a little bit technical, basically means that with a laser, we can accurately focus small spots with very high energy, um, meaning that we can sort of finely tune the laser to the required setting and use it to target I guess, minute issues that might, well, that can be treated with laser. Okay, so so that's probably a good segue into my next question, which is, is it different from IPL or how is it different? Yes, well, that's why I sort of hung Uh, on that monochromatic thing. So (laughs) so here's what's important, guys. IPL is not laser. It's not the same thing, okay? So IPL actually stands for intense pulsed light. Um. And the key difference is what I just said. So true laser has a single wavelength, whereas IPL actually emits multiple wavelengths. Um, And furthermore, the user actually can't specifically choose or pick between those wavelengths. You're just kind of stuck with whatever the device decides to give you. So, you know, within an IPL machine, you may have certain wavelengths that are of no use at all, don't have any function. You also might have wavelengths that are actually not great for your specific skin type. Mm. You may be able, you may be trying to treat pigmentation, but it's kind of zapping blood or it's zapping something else in the skin. Um, And so that's why IPL is a little less, well, a lot less, actually, a lot less, uh, Accurate or specific or effective? Effective is a good word. You know, look, I'm not going to sit here and like bash on IPL because I know that a lot of places use IPL devices and they use them quite effectively. But realistically, if you want to get the best possible results through laser, you need a proper Mm. laser, not an IPL machine. Right. Okay. So it's kind of sounds to me when I think about IPL and not having that specific wavelength, it sounds a little spray and pray. Like Correct. we're just going to give you an IPL and hopefully Hope it, for the best. it might help a little bit, but we're not yeah. really sure until we try it. Yeah. And I think I've said before, you know, if you're trying to treat, say, pigmentation on a really light skin type like yourself, Andy, you're probably going to get pretty reasonable results because you don't have much else going on in your skin. So <sighs> those wavelengths will find the little bit of pigmentation, deal with it and move on. But, you know, if you try to use IPL on a darker skin type, you can end up with, you know, serious sort of post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation where you can make pigment worse. You can end up with scarring. There's all sorts of things that can go wrong depending on the skin safe. So, you know, not only is IPL not quite as effective, 
it truly isn't as safe. Right. It's a bit more risky, particularly with darker skin. Particularly with darker skin and particularly if you're not entirely sure who the actual practitioner is performing it. So depending on the hands that it's in. You know, if a doctor's got an IPL machine in his hands, you're probably pretty safe. Um, But the problem is that because IPL machines tend to be, I guess, a little bit cheaper than true laser devices, you often find IPL machines in beauty salons and possibly in the hands of people who are less trained or less qualified than a nurse or a doctor. Mm, Okay, so um, in terms of lasers, obviously there's different kinds of lasers and you say they target different things, but what are the kind of things generally that are treated from a skin perspective with lasers? Yeah, look, I just think lasers are fabulous. I love them so much. They've been used in dermatology for more than 40 years now. They're quite, they've been around for a little while, but I guess the technology is advancing like you know, every year almost, like it's, it's, they're very sophisticated compared to what they used to be. Um, but 40 years ago, the first sorts of things that were being, it was being used for were sort of vascular things. So vascular birthmarks, port wine stains, and other little spots that are caused by sort of abnormalities in the vascularity. So blood basically. When you, yeah. I was going to say, when you say vascular, you mean blood. Yeah. So, so red, broken capillaries, red, yeah. red. red yes. Yeah. So yeah. red birthmarks, port wine stains, which are kind of like those patches that yeah. some people some people have um then over the last 20 years obviously technology's pretty much revolutionized what we can offer people in the clinic in terms of skin rejuvenation uh so lasers obviously can be still used for the vascular issues um spider veins even but Hmm. hair removal i think everyone knows about hair removal yeah i mean wasn't that exciting when that first came out yeah i mean i think even you and i first kind of did that together back in like chatswood that time and oh do you remember it it was so expensive and such a commitment back then like when it it first came out i think it was like 80 dollars for underarms and brazilian or something yeah and it was like a real commitment to go there and i have to psych myself up because it was so painful as well yeah and that was probably like 12 years ago or something. Like that yeah, was, that not was that long. long ago in the scheme yeah. of things. Yeah, no, really not. But it was quite new to have, I mean, yeah. that was proper laser that we were going to. And that was, I guess, pretty much one of the first of its kind in terms yeah. of real, true laser hair removal. But I think what people don't realize laser can do is the overall skin rejuvenation. So mm. skin tightening, skin thickening, producing new collagen, um, just that general more youthful complexion so tone and texture uh, you know laser is just one of the greatest things ever <laughs> truly it's really interesting because i don't know as much about the lasers as i do the injectables but yeah so i'm really interested to find out about the anti-aging the skin and quality and in, in the tone and texture because i have to say kelly i saw you last weekend yeah and no joke your skin is looking phenomenal yeah and apparently that's laser. It just freaking laser beams. It actually looks. You can see. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of a weird way to describe it, but it looks juicy and thick. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you because that would be the new <laughs> collagen that's been produced. Um, but no. So, in about September last year, I got I bought a new device for my clinic, which is called the Enlightened by Cutera. Um, no, they haven't sponsored this episode. I'm just telling you because it's the best machine Maybe in the world. Maybe we should get them to though. <laughs> it is. It, I might chat to them next. <laughs> I won't release it unless I get some money. <laughs> yeah, we'll just hold a ransom. <laughs> no, but it's uh, the – so with this machine, it, you get best results with two treatments six weeks apart. And I'd had my first treatment – you know, back when we first got it and then, yeah, you know, yeah. as, as everyone does when that's their job, they kind of get a bit slack. I had my second treatment and all of a sudden my skin, 
oh my God, is just glowing. Like I'm obsessed with it. And I've been seeing these results in our patients, you know, just this, it's a, all I can call it is a youthful glow. It's like the light reflects differently. Oh, it's crazy. It's, I look at my skin. I think I've got great skin and looking at my skin compared to your skin, it looked gray mm, last thank weekend. You. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it does feel like it's glowing. Thanks for making my skin look gray. <laughs> <laughs> but the technology essentially does it. It produces new collagen so it uses you know laser beams freaking laser beams how many times can we say it we should should have have a drinking game (laughs) take a shot every time we say it unless it's six o'clock on wednesday morning and i know some people listen (laughs) for our diehard fans that listen at like 6 a.m every wednesday morning oh my god i love that Um, But, yeah, it uses the laser basically to create microscopic channels within the skin, which is trauma to the skin. And when you do that, uh, your body tries to heal and the healing process requires new collagen and elastin. So, you know, for someone who, like myself, who's 41, I haven't really been producing significant amounts of collagen now for more than 10 years. So anything that we can do to stimulate that collagen production is going to make you glow, make your skin a bit thicker, a bit tighter. Um, But because it also, you know, the word enlighten means something, it's fixing that tone and texture as well. So it's dealing with pigment. It's dealing with a little bit of red. It's dealing with hypopigmentation, which is, you know, when we've been burnt as a child and we get that little bit of white patches yeah. throughout within the within the sort of brown pigmentation. And so just that sort of general discoloration that we start to get as we get older, this device gets rid of it all. It's fab. It's absolutely wow. fab. I'm, I'm sold on it. But how... <laughs> So, look, people might be listening and thinking that they're doing active skincare, maybe they've dabbled in injectables. But how important do you think lasers are within skin rejuvenation and anti-aging in general? Honestly, you know, I would say they're as important as injectables. If you really want to look your best, once you're over the age of, say, I, I don't know, 35, that's generalizing, but let's just say 35, like you really shouldn't or can't do one without the other. Obviously, you know, I'm generalizing and, you know, but lasers keep the skin looking youthful. So that complexion, that gorgeous tone and texture. And yes, active skincare does that, but it doesn't do it as, you know, oomphy, I guess, as laser. You know, so when you're doing it all together, you just get that overall, oh, my God, how great does she look? And realistically, you know, we're talking about celebrities all the time and these celebrities that deny having, you know, injectables, which is crap. But yeah, we're looking at you, Taylor. They do look as good as they do because they're doing lasers. Like you yeah, cannot okay. look like that without skin tightening. They're fixing their jowls. They're fixing all that sort of skin laxity that you start to get as you get a little bit older yeah. through laser and skincare, which is how they can hide the fact that they're having injectables. So look, Kelly, we, we have touched on this a little bit in previous episodes, but I do think it's important because lasers are lasers and they're a safety consideration so Mm. do do people have to be careful how do they know what what their what device is being used on them or that it's safe yeah they do actually have to be careful 100 and i can talk to you about what to like what kind of things to look for but it is it is you know what it is a little bit scary in australia firstly with the exception of say western australia we don't actually have a structured set of guidelines for laser use or for the advertisement of laser use and so unfortunately people can say the word laser even though it's not laser 
People can say oh, that really? they're laser technicians, even though it's IPL. I mean, it's all a little bit. They can just say pigmentation laser, and it could, you you really don't really know what you're getting. Oh. So, it is a little bit up to the consumer to actually go, "What kind of device do you use?" And you can ask yeah. that question before you walk into the clinic. You can give them a call and go, "I see you advertise laser for pigmentation. What laser is it?" Because then you can go to that uh, company's website. So yeah. in Australia, we have Qtera and we have Candela. Those two companies are both very reputable. It is medical grade devices. You cannot purchase those devices if you're not a doctor or a nurse, and you cannot purchase those devices without undergoing serious training. You cannot have those devices if you don't have a dedicated uh, laser safety technician within your clinic. So that's like a simple thing you can do to just check what company um, the okay. lasers come from, because you, at least you know if they've bought them from a reputable Australian um, laser device company, they're going to come with the best possible regulations that we have, which aren't very structured at the best of times. The main problem with lasers is that a lot of people can buy them very cheaply online from China. That's so and scary. It's it's so scary. Literally, Andy, if you have $30,000 up your sleeve, you can buy a laser from China right now. Today, it can be here next week and you can be zapping away at people. Like and that sounds like a lot of money if you don't know the industry, right? You think $30,000, that's a pretty big investment in a machine. But like as a point of comparison, if you're going to buy one of these Australian higher quality devices, you'd be looking yes. at what, like three times that? To my most recent purchase was 220000 Wow. Okay. So, you know, we're talking... I don't know. What Big are we talking? Difference. The That's difference, a huge, huge, huge difference. <laughs> which, which, which indicates to you so many things: a, the quality of the laser; b, the quality of the technician that is able to purchase something like that; c, the type of education you'll get around it; d, the sort of rigmarole that that device company would have needed to go through to be able to actually legally sell things like that within Australia, because it's not just being shipped from overseas and go, oh well. Good luck with that, you know, with a piece of paper. Yikes. <laughs> but look, always you can drop us, drop us. I mean, if you really, yeah. like you've got a clinic that you love going to and they do laser and you're not sure, you can always message us. Yeah, exactly. Say. That, that and I'm like not, and look, I'm not saying that medical grade clinics don't sometimes have lesser, like I, I know doctors that have IPL machines in their offices, yes. but they know very well how to use those. They have, they have true lasers, they have IPLs, they use all of them together and they're able to sort of say to the patients, look, this suits you best. Yeah. But if you're at a, a beauty salon that has one machine only and they're like, we Trying can treat everything, everything with, with that. Machine. You yeah, can't do everything okay. with the one machine. So that's, I guess, no. maybe where you need to be a little bit careful. And then I guess so you've got the device to think about, but you've also got the person to think about. So I'm not, and I'm not, I really am generalizing and I want to be kind here because I a hundred percent know that there are beauticians out there that are really, really smart and they really know what they're doing. But you do need to be careful if you're going somewhere that's not kind of overseen by a healthcare professional, because the main issue with some laser devices is that there are contraindications with certain drugs. Mm. Now, these places might be given a sheet of paper with these are the drugs that you can't treat people on, tick, 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 checklist. But I guess the difference between the normal layperson and a healthcare professional is that the healthcare professional will understand that one drug might come with six different names. Yeah. So as a nurse or a doctor, we understand the suffixes that come with certain medications and we can go, oh, well, even though that's not 
the drug that's listed on this piece of paper, that's actually the same category of drug and therefore that will, is also risky to, to use. Whereas, you know, I, I, perhaps a beautician may not know all the ranges of drugs within the same category and they might go, oh, that's safe, that's not on the list, and then they treat you and you end up with yeah. permanent scarring, you end up with permanent pigmentation, um, burns, blisters, you know. Those, yeah, okay. unfortunately, the horror stories that we kind of all see on like a current affair it's always either an inexperienced technician or a cheap non-regulated device bought online or a combination of both of those things. Okay, so lasers are amazing. They, if you get a good quality one, can do everything from hair removal to pigment to skin quality and tone and texture. Oh, just be careful. I mean, they're talking about non-surgical facelifts these days, left, right and centre in, in surgical practices. You know, so many surgeons are yeah. opting for these amazing CO2 lasers and really like higher quality lasers that even yeah. I have in my clinic um, to create this facelift type look without an actual surgical procedure. So, you know, it, it's it's such a fabulous sort of so world could, i think it's going to become more i mean do you predict yes. that it's going to become more like surgeons will say look you know what we're going to do this ablative co2 laser yes. before we even consider a facelift or before we consider doing um you know an eye something eye surgery like can you use lasers around the eye yeah absolutely you can there are special <laughs> little things that you actually put inside like almost like a contact lens that protects the eye oh, like a metal um, contact lens. Yeah, yeah 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 it's crazy <laughs> um and but you know what even when surgery is the only option to really treat something a lot of the time surgeons and doctors are, are recommending that people do a series of lasers first anyway because then at least they're dealing with nice, healthy, thick, yeah. collagen-rich skin that they're sort of pulling and tightening around the face. So the two 100% go together beautifully. And, yeah, I do believe that more and more and more you'll see surgeons pushing people towards that if they're young enough to not quite need surgery yet, yeah, but as a preventative to even needing surgery in the future, you know? Yeah. And so and for people with fair skin like me who do have a fair bit of pigment, um, laser is a great option. Mm -hmm. um, like you say, maybe even suitable for IPL, but laser is going to yeah. be generally more effective. Of course. So laser is just going to be more effective in terms of the amount that you'll need. Um, IPL, you might need five to six, whereas a true laser, you might need two, you know. Oh, so okay because it's more specific it's more targeted it's a stronger it's this the exact wavelength that you need you're not just kind of, like you say you know just hope spray for the best and pray. spray and pray <laughs> laser spray your laser <laughs> <laughs> or but yeah you know i think you just just ask the questions just i yeah. guess the whole point of skin and sass is to educate people to have a tiny bit of knowledge in the back of their head when they're going into these places yes. that they can go hang on i remember you saying something about this can you just tell me what the laser is can you just tell me what yeah. your qualifications are how yeah. what, what was your training behind this show me the little certificate That's in the right. room from the from yes. the company you know at the end of the day these are medical treatments like yeah. don't feel bad in asking these questions so, yeah exactly yeah, you have every right as the patient to understand exactly. what device is being used on you and if that person is qualified yeah and do you know i actually had this beautiful client come in the other day and she was burnt and oh. she said she from uh, at a another, laser at a, uh, yeah from a laser yeah. and it was at okay. it was at another place obviously Thanks. um and so we've come up with a plan to help heal the skin but we have to wait six months and she was laying on the bed talking to me about it and she was a bit teary and she said you know Aww. kelly i was laying there and i had a bad feeling about it to start with 
and I don't know why I didn't listen to my gut. And I said, you know, I've heard this so many times from patients that have come in here with different little bits and pieces that have gone wrong, whether it's a peel or injectables or whatever, um, and they come to me after the fact. (laughs) And I just think, and I said to her, I said, why do you think we do that? Because, I I mean, I know I've been in certain situations where I've had this gut feeling and I've ignored it. Yes, I don't know. These feelings are there for a reason. We don't want to feel, we don't want to make people feel bad. But I think when you're dealing with medical devices and there are risks involved, you need to kind of have these difficult, well, hopefully it's not, it shouldn't be a hard discussion. It's just what device are you using? yeah what are your qualifications I don't know like or just do a bit of research before you go have to a the consult place. exactly but you could even have your consult and then go okay I'm just gonna go away and think about it could you just yeah. write those names down for me yes. and you know people have done that to me before and they come back and they still have the I've treatment done but that before as well yes. I mean you just don't like you don't always I think you know tread cautiously and mm. don't don't rush into it unless yeah you, you're confident you've been to the clinic well before yeah you've been there a million times and now they're saying yeah 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 and how many, so you mentioned that for pigmentation, sometimes you might only need two treatments. What about hair removal? How many treatments people need? Look, I guess it depends on thickness of the hair, your skin color, whether or not you're Mediterranean, European. Um, we say six to eight to start with, pretty much by about the 10th treatment. If you're really, you've got thick, coarse hair, then you get down to just your spot check. Laser hair removal is never completely permanent. Once we get mm. rid of the bulk of it, you'll probably still need a spot check every six to 12 months. Yeah. But that's fine. And particularly in the hormonal areas, so bikini line, underarms, things like that. Yes. Or if you've had um, laser hair removal very early on in your life, like obviously we've got a lot of girls coming in at 18, yeah. 19, 20, then yeah. they have babies or they go through hormonal changes. They'll probably need to do another series at some point in their life. Yeah. Yeah, I find that I had some pre-babies and I do need to kind of, I have done a couple of top-ups, but, yeah. you know, it's sort of done the trick. I'm lucky. Oh, I've but it's so sparse, right? Like, I mean, it's when so we when sparse. we, when so we so say so top-up, we don't mean it looks like it used to look. It's no, a couple of little, it's, couple it's little not, fine ha- hairs you know, here and weird. there. I've got like hairy knees, just my knees, <laughs> just my knees. So weird. <laughs> also, I'll put a post up on it. Make everyone please do, please themselves. do. <laughs> Freaking laser and, beams, don't get know, to my knees before we get on to tattoo removal and i do want to have that discussion but just quickly on lasers and hair removal why is it important to not have fake tan on oh yeah that's a good question right because the laser actually seeks out the color in the follicle so it's looking for dark and if you've put pigment onto your skin it'll burn you essentially it's really really important you can get burnt and don't lie to us we know because all she needs to do is scrub you with a little like a baby wipe yeah my girls get the little tiny square alco wipes that we use and they just do a tiny little patch and they rub hard and if there's any color on it we send you away so please don't come with tan on because it's a waste of everyone's time (laughs) i've seen you post on it and i wanted to make sure we we put that oh, reminder out to the people it's just like and then sometimes they go i scrubbed really hard but i couldn't get it off okay but why didn't you just call us this morning and say i scrubbed really hard yeah. i couldn't get it off yeah come on yeah, guys okay. come on and come it's on. for your it's for your safety we're not but we're yeah. not being mean 
Oh, okay, so there's. Uh, don't okay, get me started don't, on fake tans. Don't lie. Okay, Why yeah. did she ask that question? Okay, look, wait, I'm, I'm so sorry that I asked the question, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I started Kelly off on one of the tyrants. <laughs> um, and I've been so one, good this episode. <laughs> can I can I ask one more question? Sorry, yes. I've got all these unscripted questions That's for okay. you. So we've done pigment, um, skin tightening, laser hair removal. Um, what about capillaries, broken capillaries? Yes. How many treatments do people need for those? Oh, well, if it's just a couple of little fine ones, it might even be one treatment. Hmm. Most of the time it's two treatments. However, if you have a cluster, so like uh, let's say a cluster that's any bigger than, say, a 50-cent piece, yes. we may need to break that cluster up because obviously it's blood, so it's – supplying blood to the area and therefore it's supplying oxygen to the area Mm. so we don't want to go in and like kill all (laughs) of the vessels at once (laughs) we need to kind of let it do its thing so if you've got a cluster any big than say a 50 cent piece we might sort of split it down the middle or or start at the outside and work our way in but generally one or two treatments um vascular lasers are super like they're so satisfying to treat because it just disappears like in front of you i love doing them the girls love doing them yeah and then they're gone and like you don't even realize how annoying those tiny little vessels that you get around your nose or on your cheek oh the nose that's me around the nose until they're gone and you're not trying to put like concealer there to fix it and you're like oh my god my face is amazing yeah it's and it's it's reasonably like inexpensive you know maybe a hundred to two hundred dollars depending on how much maybe once or twice and like once maybe once every 12 to 18 months because if you're prone to broken capillaries you'll probably get different ones in different areas but it's so easy to maintain it's not expensive and you'll just love the results so yeah i I highly recommend that yeah, I love I love that. That's one of my favorite treatments. Whenever my broken capillaries come back, I'm pretty on top of it. I love mm. to get those treated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've to- spoken about everything and that except for tattoo removal, mm. which has to be like huge, huge, yeah. right? How does it work? It's tattoo pretty, it's pretty amazing. I know. Thank God. Can I tell you a story about a tattoo I had once? Yes, you can. (laughs) So like, when did I get married? 14, 15 years ago. So about 15 years ago, before I got married, I had a tattoo of (laughs) initials of someone else. (laughs) Someone that wasn't your husband. (laughs) Oh, really? And uh, not a great person either. So I wanted those initials gone before I got married for obvious reasons. (laughs) This is my rebellious 17-year-old idiot self. (laughs) And laser tattoo removal was not very good at the time. The technology wasn't there. Mm -hmm. They were saying at least 12 to like 15 and then even then you'd still have like the scar remaining. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want a scar of the initials. That's kind of even worse. So I went to a plastic surgeon and I just said, cut it out. <laughs> and what? he was like, he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I want you to cut these initials out of my body and sew it back up like they were never there. <laughs> oh, my God. And he was Drastic. like, okay, cool. Can do. Oh, look, they were like a centimetre. It was nothing. It was on my, like, stomach. Still, it's so. a bit Merchant of Venice, pound of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me and I was like, yeah, chuck that shit in the bin. <laughs> You know, I have to say, when I, I when I had my melanomas removed, I quite liked looking. I find it quite satisfying to look at the little like flap of skin that they removed. So my husband started calling me Andy Sashimi Paulson. 
That's exactly what this looked like, actually. Looks like a business now that you say it. Oh, I, th- I feel like this episode should have come with a warning, a growth warning. <laughs> oh, it's going to get better in the sassy minute. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't wait. All right. All anyway, right. anyway, so thankfully for people to, of these days, uh, if you have initials that you don't like, you don't have to get them surgically removed. Uh, laser hair removal, sorry, laser tattoo removal is um is right up there. So, Basically, it works by pulses of light directed into the skin where the ink is, and then the ink heats up, and when it heats up, it shatters. Now, it shatters into tiny little particles, and then it actually relies on your body to metabolize the waste products the way that your body does that. So that's why it takes quite a long time, like after the actual initial laser, and then it takes maybe four to six weeks for the fading to even start because it right. takes your body that long to start to kind of like metabolize the waste products. Um, and it so basically the tattoo fades as that starts to happen. When you get a tattoo, basically the needle places the ink at different depths within the skin. And so when you get laser tattoo removal, Um, It starts at the more surface levels, essentially. It doesn't sort of penetrate through until it gets rid of those top layers. And so that's why it takes multiple sessions, depending on how Mm. dark the tattoo is, how thick the tattoo is. I mean, where you got the tattoo is really important too, because obviously we've got more regulations in Australia, but when you've maybe had something done in Bali or Thailand, um, (laughs) it's very unpredictable. So we might shoot the laser like we normally do and the skin responds really differently um sometimes it will come up in an instant sort of blister and you'll see the ink do all this weird stuff so um, oh okay uh, this uh, sort of watching how different tattoos respond has has made me be very much if you're going to get a tattoo please get it in australia where we have regulations about it because it's a little bit gross um home tattoos they're uh, even funnier to watch. Some of them just disappear instantly because obviously they're not as deep as normal. Yeah, okay. normal professional yes. done. Professionally Who's done. tattooing themselves at home? Although bloody <laughs> Courtney Kardashian was. Um, oh, I saw was that. Tattooing her new boyfriend. New bo- the, the what's his Travis, name? Travis what's Barker his face Travis from Barker. the Blink One Eight Two. And I was yeah, like, that's... oh, put the tattoo gun away, Courtney. Yeah, I know. What's Ooh. going on there? I don't know if I, so I like that union. I mean, I'm not really a Scott no. Disick fan, but I'm not really a, I don't know. I don't know no, about it. it's strange. Do you There's think that's like some sort of 41 crisis. midlife crisis? I mean, we're the same age. But... Uh, maybe. <laughs> if you see me starting to tattoo people. <laughs> I hope not. I won't. I do, least, I mean, I can, I, least I can remove it for them if, yeah, I, if I mess it that's up. True. Can you imagine trusting someone enough to like write on your own on your body no, when they're not an actual stupid. tattoo artist? But she was tattooing on top of other tattoos uh, as well. Like I know. that's never coming off, right? No, never, never. No. So yeah, so that's interesting. But um, <laughs> how many sessions then? So if you're getting your laser, yeah. your tattoo. So sessions is important. So again, like we spoke about before, there are obviously different grades, and unfortunately, there are beauty grade tattoo removal devices out there which I do actually in this instance probably warn against because um it's quite dangerous when you're dealing with like I just said different types of ink you don't know what kind of inks under there you don't know what pigments of the ink have been used to create those colors they might have mixed a whole bunch of different colors together and because lasers kind of need to seek out different colors you could end up with blisters and scarring and all sorts of things but So, you know, it's really important, again, to go to a medical grade place 
for tattoo removal because you really don't know what you're dealing with with the type of tattoo, the pigment, the pigments they might have used to create that tattoo, the depth of the tattoo. You know, it, there's so many unknowns when it comes to actual tattoo removal that you really need a high quality medical grade device that's within a really reputable clinic. However, if you come to our, we we have to assess every tattoo individually, and basically you're looking at eight to ten for a yeah. dark for a dark, thick greenish blackish tattoo possibly even 12 to 15 if it's really thick if it's really deep and depending on how it's been actually placed within the skin lighter colors you might only need six so you know we offer packages of three six and five oh sorry and ten three six and five (laughs) three six and ten um so a lot of people like to do the three and just see how it goes and then make their decision on whether they get another three or whether they get a six but it really is a bit of an unknown but I think it's down. It's up to the um, the clinic to really give you set those expectations for you accurately, so yeah. that you feel comfortable within that process. Because the other thing about tattoo removal is it's really painful. Like it's yeah. It's, well, that was going to be my next question: is how do you? Is it more painful than other laser treatments? One hundred percent. It's awful. Yeah. Okay. Kevin. Kevin. Seven step. Kevin. Ask him. He's had. <laughs> He's had every treatment that I offer, even now. Yeah, even down to the fat-dissolving injections. Fat-dissolving injections, um, which most people call say is the worst pain of all the things we do. But right. he's like, no, nah, tattoo removal for sure. And I would agree with that. I, and more painful than getting a tattoo? Oh, 100%. Really? It's awful. Like it's what? over quicker than actually getting a tattoo, but the pain itself is intense. And we use a really high-grade compounded lidocaine, tetracaine mix of um, numbing cream that even if we leave it on for half an hour, you can still feel it. It's intense. Okay. It's awful. It's it's oh painful. So not, you know, you're not selling this to me. <laughs> well, you know, if you've got those tattoo regrets, you're going to go through it. However, <laughs> just just. You know, you want to know that if you're going to go through that pain, that you're at a medical clinic who can give you oh medical grade numbing yeah. cream. They're not just going, they're not just going to put Emla on there because Emla will do jack shit. You know, <laughs> and afterwards you're going to get the proper aftercare because you can get little blisters, you can get little wounds, you can get sort of things yeah. that are that you know the inflammation is quite significant depending on the color and the settings and particularly as you progress through the treatment because we have to turn it up to try and get it deeper within the skin and things like that. So, you know, I I'm all for medical grade facilities for tattoo removal freaking laser beams we're so dealing with freaking laser beams if you want to put your teenagers off getting a tattoo tell them how painful it will be oh, to remove it idiots don't get a tattoo before you're that's... 25 is my my advice <laughs> you change Amazing. your mind yeah, I know, I know. Who, who knows? I think most people get them when they're young, apart from me, because I just like to go against the grain. <laughs> but I'm never getting it Such removed. a rebel. Such a rebel. <laughs> now you're stuck with it forever. Uh, I'm stuck with it forever. <laughs> I'm way too much of a wuss. <laughs> Which brings us to our sassy minute, George. Yeah. And look, we have a great topic for our sassy minute today. Uh-huh. This is a um, maybe potentially embarrassing conversation that well, patients look, might it's, want it's to a, have with it's their a, doctors. It's a listener question, and we just thought question. that it was a little bit of a sassy listener question. So we, we'd put it in to the sassy minute with a little disclaimer that possibly if you're in the car with small children, <gasps> okay, maybe just 
listen to it later when they've gone to bed. Yeah, press us on pause right now, guys. This is not safe for little ears. So the topic of today's sassy minute listener question <laughs> is scrotox. Ooh, scrotox. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone what scrotox is? Oh, my gosh. I, um, yes, I will, Kelly Just, just very quickly because so, I can't medical, say the word. In my medical opinion, it is Botox into your scrotum. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So anti-wrinkle injections. wrinkly balls, those old wrinkly balls. <laughs> so just quickly before we get too immature with this conversation, I'm just going to oh. say very quickly that this treatment was initially used solely for medical purposes. So in yeah, some men, apparently, and I've looked this up because I didn't actually know, chronic mm. inflammation um, in that area, generalised area, can cause a lot of pain in the scrotum. Who knew? I guess it would. Um, I mean, nobody wants giant swollen balls, do they? Is that a thing? <laughs> well, I like. I think they like them to be big, but oh, okay, manly, so just, just not swollen, not sore, <laughs> not not painful. <laughs> so, so docs doctors were performing surgery to try and relieve that pain, and then all of a sudden, a little research suggested that this wonder drug that we use for everything else um, might help, and turns out it does help. So, and there was a great <laughs> side effect. Yes. So much like you know when we were back in the, when we spoke about like the history of tox, yes. treating eye spasms and cross eyes and strabismus, right. we realised it got rid of our you know crow's feet. We mm-hmm. we very quickly moved from the medical realm to the aesthetic realm. Like oh, this right. makes us look better. And so scrotox. Um, has been used increasingly for its beautifying effects. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hashtag beautiful balls. (laughs) It's going to be trending on Twitter next week, guys. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Since around 2016. So, okay, what does it do? Okay, so fairly recent. Fairly recent. So what does it do? Um, (laughs) This is... This it is, sounds so painful. Who wants to get is, a needle in their balls? It just sounds so bad. <laughs> I, okay, oh, hang on. Disclaimer, I don't offer this at my clinic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> For all those guys out there getting excited. So apparently the wrinkles on your scrotum are less noticeable. Your, sc- <laughs> your scrotum sweats less. Which, that makes sense because it's like hyperhidrosis, right? That's true. No one likes sweaty balls. (laughs) This is the bit that I like. (laughs) Your scrotum looks bigger or more filled out. Guys, come on, guys. I'm never going to look at a scrotum the same way again. (laughs) How often do you want to look at them anyway? (laughs) I don't know. Not very often, to be honest. (laughs) Your testicles hang more loosely. Or lower, lower. See, it's all about do making it look bigger and hang beautiful. Low, right? Do they wobble too? <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of right now. Wow, I really hope there's no children listening. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> so, and then apparently they say that sex is sex is more pleasurable. So I just need to put this out there. Okay. There are no clinical studies that verify the sexual side of things, mm-hmm. but there are a couple of scrotal rejuvenation clinical studies that have been done. <laughs> that that verify that they do less look less wrinkled and they do look bigger and more filled out. 
So there you go, guys. There you go, guys. Do you have the balls for Scrotox? <laughs> That's my so, new marketing campaign. <laughs> so, so we just said, like, like this is fairly recent, 2016. So here's my question to y'all. Y'all. <laughs> is the reason this is, like, a thing because dick pics are on the rise and, like, oh. men are, like, because people are critiquing the balls at an ever increasing rate. Do you think? Like, is this a, is that? I mean, we've we been know. married I too mean, long to know the answers I'm, to this. I'm very out of the loop. I've been married over ten years. I mean, come on, internet dating wasn't even a thing when I was dating. <laughs> like, well, I've had a, I've had a couple of like unsolicited dick pics in my life. Really? And oh, what I I've noticed? Like I've left out. I haven't had any unsolicited. Well, hey guys, anyone wants to send Andy an unsolicited? <laughs> She's down. She feels left out. Um, what I've noticed from these unsolicited dick pics <laughs> is Can that I see them. I want to see them now. Oh, I didn't screenshot them. I just de- I deleted them and threw my phone across the you room. I was like, you ah! have like a folder of them saved on your phone. <laughs> like it shocks you. I'm sorry, but it's like. It's shocking and scarring to think you're opening up a message Ew. and it's a picture of like a penis. Like it's, Ew. it's, it's, no, don't do I don't it. I understand anyway. it. I really don't. <laughs> but what I have observed from these pictures is that <laughs> just like girls holding the phone in certain <laughs> angles to look better, men yeah. have learned how to hold the phones to make the penises look, I guess, more attractive and bigger. And so. <laughs> Scrotox is helping them on their journey <laughs> to sending a better dick pic. Beautiful dick pics. Well, look, it's all skin, Kelly George. It's all skin, so it falls into the realm of skin and sass. And can we just tease some upcoming content as well? Oh, yes. Because oh, God. Oh, God. boys can't have all the fun, right? True. <laughs> I True. love my vagina. <laughs> I love my vagina. <laughs> Vagina rejuvenation is a thing Vagina too. Vagina rejuvenation. I can't so, wait to talk about that. I can't wait. Ooh la la. What are we calling ooh it? La la. Ooh la la. Designer vagina. Designer vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that might Watch be another one you need to listen thing. to without your kids, guys. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. Right, we've got to wrap this one up, George. Yeah. On that we note. really went we really went <laughs> off topic, but I had a lot of fun. So hopefully somebody else did too. <laughs> and if you enjoyed what you listened to today, guys, you enjoyed listening to us talk about scrotox, among other things, and freaking laser beams, then follow us on our socials, skin and sass, on Facebook, skin dot and sass. And Thank you again for listening. We yeah, thanks, really guys. appreciate it. We hit our four thousand listener mark. Woo-hoo-hoo. We did, and actually, it's like a couple hundred more now. So the next Yay! celebration is going to be five thousand. So yes, we're going to give away our amazing revision today. Well, pack. today, the day that this is released. Yes, if you're listening. let's do it. So if you haven't entered, hurry up and enter. <laughs> you probably got an don't have any time. Sorry. All right, well, I love you, face, Frandles. Thanks for listening, guys. Freaking laser beams. (laughs) Are those sharks with laser beams attached to their heads? 